JJ McCarthy didn't even get to play in seven fourth quarters. So you could bring up this, oh, they, 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 don't, they don't trust him throwing the ball. They don't trust J.J. McCarthy to make plays. He never made plays for them. When he, was, when he threw the ball, he made plays for them almost damn near every time. I mentioned this on our other show the other day. How many of these quarterbacks can you point to and say they kind of screwed over the team at this point? All of them but J.J., honestly. Another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrell. Back at you guys with another episode this week with my co-host Jordan Lopez to talk about one player today. One player, right? A lot of people have been talking about him. A lot of split opinions. We'll talk a little bit about it uh, before the show. Me and Jordan a little bit on the same page on uh, Michigan quarterback prospect JJ McCarthy, who is a projected first round pick and is uh, getting a lot of steam as of late to go potentially top ten. A lot to talk about today's show. The Broncos are expressing interest in potentially drafting him in April. Uh, before we jump into all that and more, uh, Jordan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm on my spring break for uh, my uh, college, so I'm doing good. Family's good. Everything's good. And now we got the NFL Combine, so things are starting to get a lot better now for football. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's smokescreen season, but we still get to yeah. give our, a lot of our takes on these quarterbacks. Obviously, the Broncos, uh, for the first time in about two, three years, they'll be looking for uh, a new quarterback. Um, I'm really excited, though, because there's some deep – pretty decent options um i know the broncos is a little bit of a tough spot but they can trade up um we'll see how that goes uh but let's go ahead and jump into it so george payton uh gm and uh, head coach sean payton had the press conference at the combine today on a tuesday morning and they said a lot of interesting things um starting off with uh obviously uh jj mccarthy they one of the reporters asked george payton about it he says the broncos are expected to uh, hold a meeting with him at the combine uh as of tonight on tuesday so really excited. Obviously, they're, they're going to meet with a lot of these other quarterbacks, including Bo Nix and all the others projected in the first round, Penix and all those. But what are your thoughts on the recent discourse regarding J.J. McCarthy? Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Like, do you think he's worth trading up for? Because we're seeing a lot. I know specific Albright, he's saying that he's going to go potentially as high as like the eighth overall pick. So what do you think about the Broncos potentially trading up for J.J. McCarthy? And just what do you think about J.J. McCarthy as a football player, like, do you think he is he's worth the hype that he's been getting by a lot of people? Well, as a football player, I love J.J. McCarthy. I know there has been some discourse, like how you talked about right now. A lot of people look to be split on him just because he didn't do much in Michigan or he wasn't asked to do much in Michigan because there's just a, a such a great running football team, right, in Michigan. But at the same time, I mean, Andrew Luck and his Stanford team was really good at running the ball, even though – I know I've seen that discourse out there. So we can make some comparisons like that. But at the end of the day, J.J. McCarthy is super young. I mean, he was born in 2003. So he still has a lot of room to improve. I mean, I'm almost certain he's going to be the youngest quarterback in this draft or not probably one of the top uh, youngest quarterbacks in this draft. So he still has room to, to improve mentally, physically, just everywhere on the field. And, again, he still 
can I mean the biggest part that I love about McCarthy is not only is he accurate and can throw in the middle of the field, he can also run as well. And that's a very sneaky part about his game yeah. that I love. And uh I think Sean Payne can get the best out of JJ McCarthy. I love that they are meeting with him tonight as we uh record this episode. Hopefully that goes out great. In terms of trading up for him, I would love to trade up for Drake May first, even though I don't think that's gonna be a realistic possibility. But if it's not Drake May, I hope it's JJ McCarthy because his upside and potential is through the roof, in my opinion. And again, something that the Broncos did struggle with this year was throwing over the middle of the field on those dig and crossing routes. And JJ McCarthy was listed as the number one quarterback in throwing intermediate routes in the middle of the field with 45. And the second quarterback was JJ, it was, was Drake May, excuse me, with 39. So. I love me some J.J. McCarthy. I hope we do draft him, so hopefully everything pans out in the draft process. Yeah, like you mentioned, he, he's really athletic. I just – he's – the last two days, I he has grown on me so much. Like, even the last two weeks, he's grown on me a lot. But these last two days, it just seems like he's such a good fit for Sean Payton. And I also want to ask you, what do you think – and we're going to talk so lots, lots about J.J., but, like, what do you think about a lot of people saying that, oh, this quarterback doesn't fit Sean Payton's offense. This quarterback doesn't fit Sean Payton's offense. I don't like how this quarterback could, you know, tar- doesn't necessarily target the middle of the field. Like, yes, those are things that do fit Sean Payton's offense. But what do you think about some people thinking that you just have to be like this one shape that fits in Sean Payton's offense and you can't be anything other other than that stylistically? Well, I mean, I... At least in my opinion, I think Sean Payne has shown that he can make it work with any style of quarterback. Yeah. I think he does have a track record with that. So, again, it's not wrong for Payton to look for his own, you know, intangibles that he's looking for within a quarterback because he can just, you know, he can really handpick his own guy. Right now, he doesn't have to rely on someone like how he did with Russ. But I don't think he really needs to follow that mold i think he can make it work with any quarterback again champagne's offense does work for a specific quarterback but again champagne has a great ability that's what makes him a hall of fame coach to be honest is adapting that offense to his quarterback so and that's why i'm grateful and thankful that champagne is is our head coach yeah because if we were talking about maybe a different head coach maybe we do have to look at one specific mold of a quarterback but since it's sean payton yeah champagne wants some certain things from his quarterback. I mean, I think even today in his press conference, he said that his prototypical type quarterback is 6'2". Well, by the way, I have some things on that, by the way. I think there's some tea leaves in there. But again, he showed that he really doesn't need a 6'2 quarterback. He's done it before without a 6'2 quarterback. So again, he likes certain things in his quarterback. Doesn't mean he needs to have that. But again, teach their own it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline every head coach but again champagne he's an office of mastermind for a reason he's a hall of fame coach for a reason yeah he also talked about like one of his little uh, prerequisites about quarterbacks being you know good from within the pocket that's something yeah. that jj mccarthy excels in obviously russell wilson it honestly this whole like let's get it out of the way this whole press conference screamed like 
yeah, Russell Russell Wilson's not coming back. Like he talked about, got to be at least six two. Talked about being good from within the pocket. There's a few other tidbits in there as well. They even George Payne even straight. I was very. This is the most surprising thing to me. The, he straight up said nobody is called on trading for Russell Wilson. That's yep. actually it's that's that's insane. You would think he like kind of beats around the bush with that and doesn't say it so that he could maybe have teams thinking that someone is already talking to the Broncos so that hey maybe we can get someone to call up and trade for him and uh, bait them. But right now he's just like hey man, it's looking like we're just gonna have to cut him. And especially during line season right now because we're in the middle of line season right now. Yeah. So just hearing that out of George Payne, just outright saying yeah, no one's called for him at all. It's pretty insane, yeah. but I love when they mentioned how, or Champagne, when he mentioned, at one point, we're going to have to beat people within the pocket. I mean, him saying that is just an automatic indication of, yeah, Russ is not going to be back. I mean, we all seen the screenshots of Russ not staying in the pocket when he had a clean pocket. That was Champagne's probably biggest hatred of the season was yeah. like, just not Russ being in the pocket. But uh, yeah, the him saying that his he would like the quarterback to be 6'2", I mean, Again, another kind of – I don't want to say jab, but, again, just describing what he wants in his quarterback. But, again, we just got the height, the official height measurements, if you want to say, with the quarterbacks. And I think, like, the smallest quarterback uh, that have, that has been linked to the Broncos was Bo Nix at exactly 6'2". And then McCarthy's, like, 6'3". And then the other quarterbacks were a little bit taller. So him saying that was a little interesting as well. But, yeah, again, I think – the tidbits were out today with uh, Russ not being back. Yeah, and uh, circling back to all the JJ stuff, I agree. And then you mentioned Drake May as well. Obviously, that's as both of our uh, QB ones in this draft. Um, I don't know why a lot of people are kind of. It's weird. The last like week or so, it's kind of been just like Drake May against the world. A lot of people are. I saw uh, Benjamin Albright, which by the way, this is you know not dis- disrespecting him or anything, but he's been very accurate on like his draft predictions and everything. Like say what you want about him, he's been very accurate in recent years, uh, predicting like the top 10, 15, even twenty of the first round. And he has the Patriot. He has first Jaden Daniels going to Washington at two. Obviously Caleb goes one. Then number. Number three, he has the Patriots, uh, like I, I believe, like tra- uh, maybe trading down or something like that. He has Drake May falling, so that that's that in itself is crazy. A lot of people don't even have Drake May as their top two quarterbacks anymore. Um, so I would, yeah, first look up for if Drake May starts to fall, do whatever you can to trade up with whoever it's going to yeah. be. Um, we mentioned trading up for JJ. It's looking like that seventh spot. We saw the Titans GM come out today and say we're listening to trade offers for the seventh overall pick to trade down. So that could be the spot for the Broncos to leapfrog the Atlanta Falcons and take JJ McCarthy. So um, he's been getting a lot of steam. Honestly, I would not be surprised if he's going to be a top 10 pick at this point. Um, and staying on the topic of JJ, I couldn't agree more with you. The athleticism, um, you talk about just throwing over the middle of the field and everything. Um, he's number one, with, like you said, number four. 40, uh, 45 right ahead of Drake May um, then throws on fade or go routes he's seventh with only 18 so say what you want about oh uh, these quarterbacks they rely a lot on the receivers the contested catch JJ does not rely on that shit at all he nowhere near the top number one's Michael Penix with 69 that was <laughs> second most of out of all court out of all college football quarterbacks last season not even just like draft eligible quarterbacks and then number two is Daniel, Jane Daniels, all the way at 37. 
So J.J. McCarthy doesn't rely on all the, 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 you know, people will bring up when I'm mentioning this that, oh, J.J. McCarthy didn't have a lot of pass attempts, but he only had 18 passes, pass attempts on throws on fade or go routes last season. That's just ridiculously low. So for anybody that thinks he relies a lot on wide receiver talent or contested catch situations, like this just this is a stat that shows like he's accurate where he puts the football. Like he's intentional with where he puts the football, targeting the middle of the field. He's not like I hate to make this comparison, but a lot of last season with uh Russell Wilson's success was a lot of Corlin Sutton contested catch plays in the end zone. I mean, let's be honest. So and then number three um, points earned per throw on classic timing routes, slants, comebacks, curls, digs. Uh, JJ McCarthy was number one ahead of Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, uh, Jane Daniels, all those guys. I mean, you look at every single statistic. If you guys want to bring up the statistics, we'll come back to you with the, the advanced statistics. I think constantly it's so annoying seeing people, the oh, he's only, he only threw for 2,000 yards per season and not that many touchdowns. He, he didn't have the crazy like arm talent and crazy arm talent uh, plays and sidearm throws that you see from a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. It's getting to this point where you have to make these like Patrick Mahomes type throws to be projected high, um, like a Caleb Williams or Drake May. Like it's getting kind of outlandish at this point. Um, just to sum it up, JJ literally. It honestly, I thought Bo Nix was the perfect fit for Sean. It's it's JJ in my opinion. I agree with you. I mean, and I would I would piggyback on your point with that. Like, everyone has to be, like, a Mahomes, like, off-schedule type plays. I mean, just like a Brock Purdy. Like, he just keeps the offense in rhythm. He moves the ball. He doesn't do too much, which actually is doing more for the offense. And, again, it looks like we're taking little jabs at Russ at this point, but we really aren't. Like, it, it's just the facts at this point. He relied too much on Sun and making those crazy catches, and thank God for Corlin Sutton. He's a tremendous yeah. wide receiver. But, again, sometimes it's better – just to do less and just to keep the offense in a rhythm and to keep on just marching forward, being ahead of the chains and stuff like that. And I think JJ McCarthy under Sean Payne is, at least in my opinion, and it looks like in your opinion as well, might be the best for Sean, for might, might be the best fit for Sean Payne. So hopefully JJ McCarthy is a Bronco. That'd be awesome. And just one more, even advanced statistic for you. I mean, JJ McCarthy, when he was blitzed this past year, 11 touchdowns to one. That's, that's insane. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, first half passing attempts in 2023, JJ McCarthy, 199, uh, number one in the all out of all quarterbacks uh, in this draft. Number two is Drake May with 194. Three is Jane Daniels with 184. And then four is Caleb Williams down at 167. Michigan wow. had a 21-point-plus lead in 11 of their games last season. JJ McCarthy didn't even get to play in seven fourth quarters. So you could bring up this, oh, they, 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 don't, they don't trust him throwing the ball. They don't trust J.J. McCarthy to make plays. He never made plays for them. When he, was, when he threw the ball, he made plays for them almost damn near every time. I mentioned this on our other show the other day. How many of these quarterbacks can you point to and say they kind of screwed over the team at this point? All of them but J.J., honestly. Like, seriously, you look at a lot of the games with Michigan. How many games did J.J. really, like, throw the game away for Michigan? He was, like, what, 23-1 and as a starter? Yeah, it, it, it's, it was, it's insane, his track record at Michigan. With him just not only just being a winner, but just him being on the field, his statistics, just throwing to wide receivers, tight ends, I mean, everywhere. I mean, like, J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, I mean, and I know this caught a lot of steam, when Harbaugh said it, but he's arguably one of the best 
Michigan quarterbacks. If you just look at statistics and winning, I know Tom Brady was there, but yeah. obviously Tom Brady had a lot better NFL career. But uh, J.J. McCarthy, I mean, man, it'd be very special if him and Sean Payne could really link up in Denver. I think it'd be a start of something special in the mile high. And I think the fan base will slowly and slowly, you know, kind of gravitate towards McCarthy. I think he does have that personality to be a quarterback. He is a humbled kid. Yeah. So he's not someone that, you know, is just going to talk a lot of crap. And, uh, man, I, all I know is that, you know, I've been better, especially on social media, just hearing all the crap that these quarterbacks get and all these college kids get. I've been just trying to just get away from it. I'm more leaning towards listening to, like, what, like, former executives say or players even. But, man, what I've been hearing from J.J. McCarthy, at least from, you know, former GMs on podcasts or reading stuff from, like, a former executive, all been good stuff. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier in the show, and I brought it up the other day, like, the fact that he's 21 years old is just wild. Born in 2003, that's insane. I got I got flamed on the other the other episode because I was talking about how I was I'm older than JJ McCarthy is a little surprising and some people are talking about oh you're too young to even understand you're too young to even understand you're you're riding with these messages from the former executives and executives in the NFL rather than just watching film it's like do you even know what you're talking about I've probably watched more film on JJ than you've watched in film in your entire life but yeah, it's just well. Okay, my last question: How would you explain why JJ is a good fit in good fit in Denver for someone that's like, let's say you're just having a debate with someone like face to face, and they're so set on like JJ is not going to be uh, his potential at the NFL level is not real. How would you like explain to them how they could be like how he could explode in Sean Payne's offense? Well, I think Sean Payne loves to utilize the middle of the field. That's first and foremost. I know it wasn't utilized much this past year, but We've all seen the screenshots and everything. There were a lot of people opening down the middle of the field. J.J. McCarthy is a very, very accurate quarterback. I think that is not even being questioned at this point. Yeah. I think that's someone, something everyone agrees on, that J.J. McCarthy is a very accurate quarterback. Again, he's only 21 years old. He was born in 2003. So I can only imagine what his potential is going to be, especially under a champagne where he's going to learn an offense and learn – all these new things that maybe he didn't learn in Michigan and he's only going to be better from that. And again, his athleticism is probably the most underrated part about his game. I think everyone talks about the accuracy and his throwing ability. And by the way, he does have a big arm. He can throw over yeah. uh, past 50 yards. I think that doesn't be talked about as well. But another thing that doesn't get talked about is his IQ for the game. I mean, what I've heard and read at least is that he is like a football junkie. And we've heard from other quarterbacks in previous drafts and stuff like that, that they might not, you know, love football. They only probably just like it. J.J. McCarthy is like a football junkie. We've also heard that with Drake May as well, which is also why I love him. But his IQ for the game, his his smartness for the offense, everything about that fits perfectly. And again, he fits a Sean Payton quarterback mold. That's why I just believe in. And then you add the athleticism with it. And him being a humbled kid, I think it just other intangibles that just makes him great. So I would say that to someone that doesn't know much about JJ McCarthy, big arm, smart kid, very young kid, underrated athleticism. I mean, the sky's a, I mean, literally his potential is through the roof. Yeah, he processes he processes at a high level as well. Extremely Not, yeah. I I also think about like I was thinking about it today, like him and Judy, I feel like we get along so well. 
the the yeah. middle of the field and ISO situations, um, getting him open in short space. Like I feel like him and Judy could have a really really like good for even a good first season. Like, what do you also think about people saying that like JJ has to sit like a minimum of a full year before he even makes an impact? I personally think he could. I don't know day one starter. I think he could be a day one starter. Will he struggle at first? I think so, probably. But I think like within a few weeks, like he could be that quarterback that really catches on quick. Because you mentioned Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came on like like this. Like yeah, took no time. I, I I've I've heard that discussion before. This I wouldn't doubt if you know if he does get drafted by us, he sits a little bit, learns a little bit more as like if Jordan Stidham plays and starts and stuff like that. But again, if he starts right away, I wouldn't mind it either. You let him learn from his mistakes really early from a, a young age. But again, we just seen Brock Purdy <laughs> get on the field and just start working his magic and stuff. But again, Brock Purdy did, you know, he was on the practice squad for a bit, and yeah. he was, you know, a lot of practice. But again. If we just draft JJ McCarthy, that's step one. That that'd be a huge step one. At least we'll have him in our building. He'd be with Champagne every single day. And that's what we need at this point. We just need McCarthy to be a Bronco. And I understand there's a lot of uh question marks surrounding him. Some warranted, some not. But again, JJ McCarthy will be a special quarterback under Champagne. Because remember, it's also a big, big aspect of quarterbacks going to the right system and right team we've seen this before quarterbacks going to teams that really don't fit them well then they destroy their career i think jj mccarthy will be just fine in denver with champagne yeah i've talked a lot about it it just like with me something i didn't realize at first that i've come to realize is that in the limited times that we have seen him play He's made plays almost every single time to where you got to think like at 21 years old, this kid's sky is really the limit. Imagine what he what he's doing right now with 15 to 20 pass attempts. Imagine what it could look like with two times that like and you talk about him being a football junkie. Um, I live really close to where he grew up and went to high school. And I've heard countless stories about like how good of a kid he really is and how much he, you know, like you said, he loves football and all that. Um I, I, I could really see him becoming something special. Me personally, uh, my mind has changed a lot on him. I, I do I wouldn't necessarily say I love him because when I think of you loving a prospect, I think of Drake May, Jane Daniels. Those are my two up to like I really, really like them. But I would say like I'm damn near like I would be ex- I'll be excited on draft day if we take JJ. I mean you got like he's getting projected to be potentially the eighth overall pick. Like and some people say he's not even worth the first. Like <laughs> I, I just I don't get it. Personally, I would like to wrap things up saying I do really, really, really like J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, again, we've talked about it now at length. I mean, I hope J.J. McCarthy right now is a Bronco. I would, I would be ecstatic through the roof about that. And then, again, just to leave off on this point, we heard Sean Payne today also talk about how Marvin Mims, his progress and his growth kind of stopped because of us. He said us, meaning probably the quarterback position, not giving him the ball. So, again, I think that's another wide receiver that can be unlocked if we get, like, a J.J. McCarthy in the building. Another young connection that could be there with McCarthy and Mims, McCarthy and Judy, even Sutton, or any other wide receivers that we bring in. So, I don't know. The, the future's bright in Denver. I know there has been a lot of discussion on how it might be a little weary at times and a little bit dark. But, again, I, I'm excited for the times to come in, in the Mile High.
Yeah, I agree. It, it is really sad how under underutilized our wide receiver talent was last season. But looking forward to uh, where the Broncos go quarterback, and especially Sean Payton re- referencing that meme where he saw a bunch of Broncos quarterbacks cross off yeah. the list, and he says we're gonna get this one, this next one right. And talking about how other teams um, don't necessarily always get it right, I, I'm really like happy that because you saw what he got out of a 34, 35 year old Russell Wilson last year. Just yeah. imagine what it's gonna be like with potentially a 21 year old who just came up, who's coming off a national championship win so um, with that being said that is going to be it for today's episode if you're listening on youtube like the video subscribe to the channel um, comment down below do you guys like jj mccarthy if you don't let us know why and let us know if you do like him are you willing to trade up for him and how far uh how high up in the draft would you trade up for him and what would you uh, give up we want to uh get your feedback on that read your guys comments love reading those as always if you're listening on spotify apple podcast fo- follow leave a five-star rating uh, turn notifications on but with that being said i'm your host Amir Farrell with my co-host Jordan Lopez. So the next one, peace out, everybody.